It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. From the traveling built for tough studio, Boomer Science and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are in the free Odyssey app, good Thursday morning, day four from Radio Row here in Phoenix, Arizona, the site of Super Bowl 57, where we have not talked about Super Bowl 57 because it's been the NBA. Every single day, it's been the NBA in this morning. It's the biggest of news in the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets trade away Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns, and it is officially over. The Kyrie KD era is over, done, and Jerry Recco has to sit here for four hours, actually five hours, including the the warm-up show to talk about it because... Boomer is a pooping and a puking at the same time somewhere in Scottsdale. They're going to pump. <laughs> good morning, Jerry. How's it going? Well, I woke up this morning. That's a good thing. Yeah. I'm breathing. The sky will be blue today. The sun will be shining. We're in Phoenix, Arizona, so I'm doing great, G. Doing great. Eddie, go ahead. Play your laugh drops. <laughs> You fat little bastard. Go ahead. Enjoy yourself. You enjoy yourself. Have fun. I heard Pat Boyle. It's a great day to be a Knicks fan. The Nets. Ha, 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 ha. Up yours. Hey, Boomer, you crapped on the Nets for years and years. You know what? Now the crap's on you. Take that as you're sitting in your toilet all morning and can't washy, be here. Washy, washy. It's a celebratory day. I'm annoyed. That's how I am. I'm, yeah. I'm legit annoyed. They got rid of Kyrie. Fine. Get out. As much as I said they should resign him because he was playing better and I thought he wanted to be here with Kevin Durant. I was wrong on that one. The Durant one, I was dead wrong on because I'm the fool that sits here and listens to that stupid ETCS, whatever the hell of it is, podcast, and listen to a guy who wants to play basketball. Listen to a guy who talks about winning. Listen to a guy that wants to play with guys that want to win. You've got a good young team. Why the hell could you have not been the guy to lead these young guys to the next level and actually win? Why? Easy way out. Let's go to Phoenix. Yeah, and I actually defended him. And by the way, I wanted to ask you, is it better that Boomer's not here or worse that Boomer's not here today? With I could do it again him? tomorrow now with him. Maybe. if he's. I mean, depending if he's, this is a stomach virus or a food poisoning thing, true. I guess that's true. If he does come back tomorrow, then this is hell on earth for you. Because not only do you have to sit here and talk about this for five hours, and then tomorrow he's just going to spew it all over you, um, figuratively and literally. Uh, but, yeah, this is... I, when he went to Golden State, I was like, listen, he wants to go win a championship. He went there. He did not just ride their coattails because he won two NBA Finals MVP. He was amazing. And he was great. Yep. And they all figured it out. And they won two championships. And it wasn't just him hopping on the back of that team. You know, then he ends up leaving fine. He wants to do something else here on the East Coast with the Brooklyn Nets. This time now, for sure, this is the easy way out. Yeah. And once Kyrie Irving was gone, he had the conversations with the Nets brass, and he said, we can't win a championship here. I've decided that, and I'm going to go elsewhere, trade me. And the Nets, I think, did pretty well. I think they did great, actually. Yeah, in the return. But this has to be the first time ever. Now, now I've been looking, searching. The first time ever that a team that has been as high as, what, second at some point in the Eastern Conference in the standings before Kevin Durant got hurt, they were all the way up there, has traded away two superstars when they were in prime playoff position. It never happened. Even now, having gone 5-9 and in the last 14, they're 32-22. and Yeah. 
I mean, think about this. So this team is probably going to go to the playoffs still. I mean, I think they'll <laughs> win enough games to be able to hang on. At the very least, they'll be in the play-in tournament. Both these guys bailed. Yep. And I know that Kyrie Irving wanted to get a contract, and he wasn't probably going to get it from the Nets. But, I mean, is there anything inside of either one of these guys that's like, hey, we came here, we made a commitment, I can get a contract after this year if I'm Kyrie Irving? Kevin Durant says, hell, we'll see what happens in the offseason, but we're here, we're playing well, and when I come back and I'm healthy, let's give it a run here, and then we'll figure it out in the offseason. But neither one of them wanted to do that. This is classic bullcrap superstar NBA stuff, and this is probably, now if you think about all the NBA stars getting together, it's got to be the biggest mess out of every single one of them, the biggest failure. Of course, I take joy in it because I just remember all the Nets fans at the time. You did it respectfully, but a lot of Nets fans did not, um, saying, aha, you know, the Knicks are the second team in town now. They picked the Nets over the Knicks and all that crap that we heard. And these two guys just left it in shambles. And this morning is finally finally the end. I think the thing that burns you as a Net fan, when you hear Kyrie and I think I have the clip lined up coming up at 6.30, where he talks about how it just it didn't work and we never got it rolling except that there were two occasions when it was working and they did get it rolling and it was when we saw them play. We saw the 18-2 and two stretch here this year where they soared up the standings, got all the way to two, I believe it was, yep. um, in the Eastern Conference and they looked like a championship contending team for sure for the first time in a couple of years. You also had, remember when they first got James Harden? I wanted no part of James Harden. I was at, I Carton and Roberts, I was on with them that day. I didn't yep. understand it. I hated it and I really, I said to Al before, I think that right there is the tipping point to where everything went the wrong way was when they they traded away the players they did to bring in James Harden. That was a mess. But that having been said, when they were on the floor, there was a little stretch there where they looked unbeatable. So we saw it in a glimpse here, a flash there, but their inability to stay on the floor for whatever reason. Durant, it's been injury again this year with the MCL. For Irving, it was all the off-the-court crap, the stuff in by said the Al before. Remember he stomping on the stupid Celtic logo? logo? Mm-hmm. Hey, dummy, how's it gone since then? Then he gets hurt. Um, so we've seen glimpses of it. It could have been great. It was a chance that I think any team in the NBA, I really do believe this, most teams in the NBA, especially in that situation, would have done if they could have Unfortunately for them, they tried and it blew up in their face. It didn't work. But they took a shot. And now you're building back up. The one thing I would say, and this is a small consolation because you just lost Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in the span of a week, not even. Um, They did get a haul back. They ultimately got Bridges back, and that was what was holding things up. This new owner basically, I guess, went to the GM and said, wait, time out. You're telling me we're not getting Kevin Durant because of Michael Bridges? Make the deal. So they get Bridges, they get Cam Johnson, they get Jay Crowder, who from everything I'm reading, the Nets are going to flip and trade him as well. They got a boatload of picks. You got Finney Smith, you got Dinwiddie. I don't think this is a terrible team, but it's not a championship team. No, uh, not even close, and they did have a shot. I really did believe that when they were playing well and Kyrie Irving got through all the movie stuff and then Kevin Durant, he was going to come back. I know it felt like last year he missed a bunch of time and then the regular season went by and they never gelled, but I really did think there was a chance that this team could get to an Eastern Conference final. Who the hell knows what would happen? And now it's completely disintegrated. And Fleegs just sent me uh, this tweet along the lines of what I was saying about this team being very good and then trading everybody away. So it's the first time a team that had two all-stars on the roster to start a season and both players changed teams later in the season. Yeah. First time ever. And these two guys, I'm I'm sorry, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, that you're the poster boys for this, but you are. 
these two guys are what people are turned off by the NBA, turned off by superstars in sports because of this behavior. And there is nobody, absolutely nobody, that can relate to this. Not a single person with any other job in the world can relate to this type of behavior. And it's a turnoff. Now, we're paying attention to it because this is what we do. But if I was just a regular guy going to work and I was seeing what was going on in the NBA here when the product in the regular season absolutely sucks, I wouldn't come be running back to watch these guys. I mean, there's nothing about them that's endearing. There's nothing about them that is that is, is something that you want to show your kids and go, hey, here's your, this is what, look at this, this is a superstar. This is how you want to, you know, the, the, your memories that you're going to have, like I had of Michael Jordan or I had of Patrick Ewing, you're going to have with these guys. These guys suck. Every single decision that they made sucks. The way they handle themselves sucks. They're babies. And Kevin Durant was supposed to be above all of that. But instead, he was. instead, he goes in the offseason and requests a trade. That doesn't work out. He threatens to fire the general manager and the uh, and the coach at the time. And then at the trade deadline, when Kyrie's gone, says, nope, I'm going to bail, too. Yep. So just just horrible stuff. And, and this guy, he, he claims doesn't care about his legacy. His legacy is completely shot to me at this point. Even if he goes and wins a championship with the Suns, people are going to remember him from bailing and bouncing around and failing and all of these things that have been following in his him in his career more than anything this else. This was his chance. This was his chance to wipe away all the Golden State crap by the by the critics, not yourself, as you have said. You've been a proponent of what he did um, and really supported what he did because he kind of went there and was the star that they needed to take him over the top and on top of it well they had gone over the top before but you get my point he was the the finals mvp so he really did his part and then some this was the chance where he could have shut everybody up and said all right i hear what you said about golden state how about brooklyn because brooklyn was me and i go back to that playoff game toe on the line three that was a two Mm -hmm. where he played his ass off in that game everybody's hurt it was him and his cast of of characters on that net team which was not great at the time and he almost single-handedly beat the bucks that night and I remember watching that game shot for shot for shot and thinking, my God, this is a performance for the ages. And then he comes up short, partly because his foot wasn't behind the line, which really sucked. And ever since that point, I mean, you what a mess. I mean, what an absolute mess. And the Nets are right now, for the moment, a laughing stock because of the way this has blown up in their face. But I will say... If you want to take some positive out of it, not much, you go back to pre all this, and the Nets were a likable team. They were yeah. doing it the right way. They were drafting well. They had young talent. They've completely reverted back to that instantly. They, they have, so I don't hate the Nets any longer. I mean, I, the, the fans that were definitely trying to dunk on the Knicks fans t- today, I want to throw it in their face. But other than that, now I don't even care anymore. Good for them. I don't. They'll probably still beat the Knicks with this roster every time they play them. Um, but at this point, you know, they're just another team in the conference, another team in the division. They're not. They're not hateable any longer, and they're just going to go back to to what they were. Uh, which is which is maybe a good thing for some people, but obviously, you know, the irrelevance that gets talked about in this city when the Nets aren't a story at all is back. I mean, that that that's probably the most frustrating thing from ownership. And and by the way, Sean Marks, you know, there's going to be people that say anybody would have done this, and and I do agree with that. Meaning, Katie and Kyrie Absolutely. coming here, especially for the Nets. Now, I I was when Kevin Durant went down with the Achilles in the NBA Finals. 
The next morning, I came on and said, this to me signifies that the Knicks are out of the equation, that the Kevin Durant to the Knicks thing is done. And Fleeks can pull those tapes, and I said, it's not going to happen now. It's done. He's going to be out for a year. It's just not going to happen. And when he ended up you know, going to the Nets and all that unfolded, to me, it was smart. So I had disagreed with Boomer. You paid him for a year not to play. The Nets needed something I like agree. that. I agree. Made you him know, relevant. Exactly. They needed something like that. So I, I will defend Sean Marks in, in, in that area. Um, but the fact that you know, nobody could take control of these guys. Absolutely nobody. You know, when people laugh at Steve Kerr and say that this guy's not a great coach because he's got all these superstars and anybody could coach the team. But there's something about managing personalities. Now, Steph Curry is a great guy on and off the court, and Kyrie Irving is a total slug. <clears throat> I understand that. But still, like, there's something about managing personalities. Nobody could do it. General manager, manager, and Kevin Durant, by the way, Get this guy in line. If he's supposed to be a leader and a great player, tell Kyrie to shut up and let's do this. And he was never able to get him under control That's either. probably the most disappointing part. I li- again, I listen to that podcast and I listen to Durant. His love for basketball is obvious. Just wants to play. And it's obvious to me that he wants to go out and win championships. Um, and he does doesn't care about his legacy for sure but does care about how he's playing and the team he's on and the people he's with and Kyrie Irving is supposed to be his best friend or one of his best friends and he sat back and watched all this crap and never once I mean you heard him when when Irving was dealing with all this stuff with the film and Durant I think they were in Washington and he said to the media Man, I just want this to go away. I want to play basketball and I don't think he meant that in a way like I want all this you know film stuff I mean the noise he just wanted to come in play basketball move on to the next game the next city and I so to me I've always respected that of him the fact that he never at least not openly never got Kyrie under uh, under control to say Kyrie what are we doing like, we've got a chance here. It just, man, I tell you, you talk about you guys being right the whole time. <laughs> well, this is one of the man. times. Listen, you see, this is what happens God. in sports, though, Jerry. It comes back around. You had the Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley take that was right the entire football season. You were able to celebrate I would have rather been right with this. And this one comes around. It's karma. It's one of those things. It's sports karma. Yeah. Um, so, no, I am, I am legitimately happy about it. Not so much that... That I was right, just the fact that these guys are out of here and the Knicks now are back being the story in New York basketball. That's I just I'm so tired of them. It made me sick that they got the attention that they got, and now they're gone. And it's and it's a mess and it's a disaster and it's awesome. So I asked Al this question. Out of the three or four years, whatever it is, they've been here. They signed in what? Was it nineteen? Does that sound right? Yeah. The, the years blend. So in the four years they've been here, the Nets have been on the back page a lot. Mm-hmm. How many times would you say they were on the back page for the right reason as opposed to the wrong reason? I mean, would you consider the Harden trade the right reason? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't like that, but there was nothing wrong with like that. Was not a negative. That wasn't a bad story. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. All right. So, so that one, I would say. I mean, it's probably you can count it on one hand. Well, it, I mean, I think some of the playoff wins that they had, not yeah. many of them, but like, right. you know, leading up to that Milwaukee series, I would think maybe some of those days they might have been on the back page. I'd have to go look. 
But other than that, no, it's a handful. I think maybe, you know, that game that they played that you alluded to was one game uh, where they looked unbeatable was against the Celtics, right? Didn't they blow the Celtics out when it was Harden, Kyrie, NKD all playing at this high level? Phenomenal. They did. So maybe that's one of the days, but you're right. I mean, it's been, it's been negative story after negative story after negative story. And now they're not going to be anywhere near the back page. I mean, they're going to be, you know, in a little, little blurb somewhere that Cam Thomas had another 40 points. All right. So you mentioned Cam Thomas. I'm not going to go break, but real quick. You're Kevin Durant, and you see this kid lighting up the, the, the box score mm-hmm. night after night after night. Why couldn't Cam Thomas be his Kyrie Irving? Like, why couldn't you... I'm frustrated. You know, I know. I'm, and if you're Cam Thomas, you're to be like, you know, remember they were talking about Kyrie? Man, we're such a great team, and I looked up to him. He gave me advice. They basically just slapped you in the face and walked away from you. Yeah, right. And the fans, by the way. So you know, the the Nets fans that that believed in these guys bought the jerseys, bought the season tickets. They jacked up the prices at the Barclays Center. All the fans that defended it when we were slamming KD and Kyrie. All oh, these guys are going to be great, or we're going to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about the teammates getting a slap in the face? The entire fan base got a slap in the face. The Brooklyn Nets suck. Yeah, the season right. started. Think about this. The season started with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons. Who's left here? <laughs> ben Simmons. I know. I love it. Oh, God. And who's going to take him? Nobody. He's just going to sit here and rot. I'll tell you what. Him. You got enough picks over the last couple of days. Give him away. Yeah. Let's just start over. Give yeah. him away. But he's still got that massive contract, right? I mean, that's the other thing. He's still getting paid. Someone will take him. Oh, my God. So Come on. Man. You saw the two points the other night. That was a hell of a bank shot. <laughs> Maybe the Globetrotters. They'll take him. <laughs> like, it's, the, it's the amazing miss oh machine. Oh, my God. Ben Simmons. I can't. I really cannot believe we're here. I can't. And I know I'm the fool. I get it. 100%. I cannot believe what transpired the last week. Yeah, but can you, can you really blame yourself for thinking that Kevin Durant coming here no, was I, not I, going to work? I, be- you know? I actually believed in I didn't believe in, in, Ky- in Kyrie like, like Durant. I believed in Durant listening to him. Yeah. Well, it's moron, moron, moron. He might have landed here already. <laughs> right, seriously. Oh, by the way, you guys were talking about the Kevin Durant Suns jersey. If I can find one of those. Today, oh, shut up. Oh, that's 100% going to be my you outfit for tomorrow. One. I guarantee you go print one somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. Boomer is sick. He is not with us this morning. So here's Al. Yeah, right. So Al's going to do the updates this morning. No, Jerry's doing double duty. So uh, in the warm-up show for an hour, four hours of co-hosting, and also doing the updates. Now, if... This were me or you or Al. Boomer would bring this up once a day for the next seven years and say that one of us was hung over and making this up. Sure, yeah. That's what would be going on. But we're not going to do that. No, but I am going to start a journal today. A journal? Yeah. Like writing down all the things that, you know, times that Boomer has missed the show? Uh, well, I need ammunition for the next time I have a flood in my basement or the plane gets rerouted to Cleveland and I'm stuck in Iowa. I think that's fair. Would right. you not say so? Little counterattack. That's all. I like it. It just goes to show little things happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. So I go into the lobby. I'm happy because of the Kevin Durant trade. I'm smiling. I see him sitting there. And he was early because I was down there early. And he was early. And I'm like, yeah, smiling. 
Well, how about Kevin Durant? He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, he got traded. He goes, I can't do it. I was like, can't do what? I can't do the show. I can't do the show. He's like, I was puking. I was pooping. I was actually doing both at the same time. Uh, I was like, all right. All right. Here are the keys. (laughs) Enjoy the ride. (laughs) Yeah. Then just took off. We'll see you later. (laughs) And then there's like this, because Boomer's got a nice parking spot down here. We don't need to reveal all the details, but he's got a spot. And he's got this medallion that allows him to get to this spot because of all the security. So I leave Boomer. I get into the car. And I'm looking for this medallion because I went with him yesterday. He's showing it to everybody when he comes down. Here Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And everybody's, oh, come on right through. Come on right through. So I get into the car, and there's no medallion to be seen. (laughs) Now, when I tell you that I left Boomer two minutes prior to this, he has his phone in his hand. We just talked. He gave me the keys. I'm searching through this thing. I'm going through his golf bag. I'm looking everywhere through this medallion. So I call Boomer. Ring. Ring. (laughs) Ring. Nothing. Ah, you've reached Boomer Esiason. Yeah. <laughs> Call him again. <laughs> and I, I know that he's just looking at yeah. the phone going, screw him. I gave him the keys. <laughs> Have him call Sean. Figure it out. Why is he calling me? What can I do for him? And he was just giving me the FU button on the side of the phone. Oh, we got down here. Though. You made it. We figured That's it out. That's all that matters. Uh, all right. So now you're going to put on your update hat and give us some sound from yeah. yesterday. We're sponsored by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And we're also brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jackpocket. Hey, Kevin Durant got traded. I don't know if you heard the news. Uh, Durant and TJ Warren go to Phoenix. Here are the full details. They get back Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four unprotected first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap. That's Bulls tonight. That's going to be awesome. Mm. Uh, we'll have it for you on the fan at 7.15. So then you've got the whole Kyrie Irving thing, which ties into Durant. Irving played last night for the Mavericks. And uh, after the game, I guess clearly he was told that uh, it looks like Durant's going to be on the move to Phoenix. And uh, here was Irving's reaction. I'm just praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of uh, you know what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty. Uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that uh, we can thrive. And whether that be together or whether that be apart. What was the uncertainty with Durant? He was signed for four more years. Exactly. Signed that big extension. There shouldn't have been any uncertainty. And I love how he's like, yeah, we're just trying to find happiness for ourselves. You know, in a place that we can thrive. That's all we were caring about. We weren't caring about the owners that believed in us and paid us the millions of dollars. The fans that showed up and paid all the ticket prices. All those things. We're not caring about that. We just want to be at a place where we can thrive. You were. F everybody else. You were thriving. (laughs) Uh, yep. When you guys were on the floor, you were really good. Yeah, well. God, here's another Kyrie. Hey, good for him to leave. You know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more. and That's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, uh, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. Now, I think... Yeah, I'm glad he got out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he got out of there like it was Guantanamo Bay. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, come on. Oh, uh, here was one more. Now, I didn't hear this clip. I kind of put this together quickly. Now, this the uh, the the subject line is didn't play enough with KD and Harden. So, I don't know if that's exactly where this clip goes, but if that's the case, this is the truth. I would like to say something too about the super team of me, James, and KD that everyone thinks should have worked. Uh, we played very limited time together. There were a lot of injuries and things that took place, and I would have liked to 
see that work for the long term. But uh, there are no mistakes, no coincidences, and we got to move forward. Things no that took place, you left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, the vaccine thing's a bigger conversation, but he could have oh, played more games if he had God. decided to get the vaccine like everybody else uh, on the team. So it was all him. Things that happened and mistakes, you know, so we didn't play enough together. If we did play together, then of course we wouldn't have won a championship. How many that's issues? what he's holding on to. How many issues? Off the top of my head, I, I, you know, obviously the the vaccine thing is, is top of mind. And I've always said, I don't have an issue with it. I don't. I thought that sucked. I thought because of where he played that it didn't work out. But anywhere else, it would have yeah. been fine. So I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I get that part. You had him leaving the team, right? For, For no reason. personal yeah. reasons that we never really found out other than they went to a birthday party. But yep. was gone. And maybe he had family issues. I, I don't know. But we're not privy to that information. A lot of people go through stuff. You still have to go to work. Yes, yeah, professional athletes. He did. It happens. Right, did not. You had him decide which bothered me at the time i do remember it when you had a very young team with him in the bubble playing you know they played relatively well he decided not to go that bothered me you at that time you had the suspension this year because of the the i don't want to say tweet the liked tweet if, mm-hmm. if you will well, from yeah, the movie. The, well yeah the tweet of the movie yes and then the non-apology continued and made that story get bigger and bigger and bigger was there any other? How much more could there be? Well, I mean, asking for the trade and getting it. I mean, this this year. I mean, that was that was yeah. that was the next thing. But that was the next thing. I was trying to think since his time began in nineteen. Is am I missing anything? No, that sound right. No, that was that was all of it. Yeah. I have a. I brought up a, a list of Kyrie's things. Kyrie, Kyrie. He went on a Durant's podcast saying we don't really have a head coach. Oh, that's, no, that's right. right. I forgot we don't about need a coach. That. We don't need yeah. a coach. Yep. Yeah, that worked out well. So much so you fired your coach. <laughs> uh huh. Anything else? Or is that pretty much it? Because that was a bad one, too, I remember. That's before they played a game. Yes. He was like, some days I can coach, some days Kevin can coach. Yeah. Some days Jacques will coach when he wasn't even the coach at the time. I, and then some days Steve will coach, who was named the head coach. I know. I know. That, and that one I still don't understand because Durant talks about, you know, Steve Nash, like they're best friends. Mm-hmm. And yet was the first one to say, get him out of here, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, here we go. Also, let's, let's get to Kyrie last night now because he did make his Mavericks debut. And Irving looking. Left hand push into Wood. Back to Irving. From the arena logo for three. It's good. Just never got over the top. And a timeout taken by Tyron Lue. 13 for Kyrie Irving on 5 of 10 shooting. Yeah, he wound up with uh, 24 points. Mavs beat the Clippers 110 to 104. So a uh, solid start for him, as they say. I'll just give you one from this game. Post game, it's Jason Kidd talking about his new superstars. He really did everything he had to do down the stretch. I think his leadership down the stretch of getting everyone organized, uh, knowing how to play um, without having the ball or being able to have to score, setting screens for his teammates to get shots uh, was shown tonight. So, um, a lot of great stuff uh, as we build this uh, on this uh, new journey. Oh, it's a new journey for sure. We'll see how it uh, goes for them. Uh, the Knicks, by the way, acquired Josh Hart from the Blazers. Yeah. Cam Reddish and a protected first-round draft pick. Jalen Brunson was at Villanova for his jersey to be retired when cameras caught him upon hearing the news that they were getting themselves Josh Hart. Nick's got Josh Hart. I mean, that's 
<laughs> they didn't get John Morant. Uh, he's, a good, he's a good player. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're friends. They're, they're really good yes. friends. That's, that's what it comes down to. He is a Tom Thibodeau type of guy because he plays defense. And we talked about three and D guys, someone like Reggie Bullock that they had a couple of years ago. So he fits that role. But I mean, the only reason he's fired up is because they're very close. Yep. No question about it. It's good for them uh, as they make that move. The Spurs are trading Jacob Hurdle to the Raptors. The Lakers acquired D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick going to Utah. Minnesota getting Mike Conley Jr. in a second-round pick. Didn't he have issues in Utah? I don't know if he'll trade. I don't think he'll play. I don't know if he's going to play. I read that they're probably going to buy him out. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Because he also had those issues in Utah with the fans, Russell Westbrook. They were screaming all sorts of horrible things. That was at Utah, was it really? Yeah, 100%. I do remember that. he He won't play there. Celtics beat the uh, Sixers 106-99, but Jalen Brown broke his face. Facial fracture that I think was from a teammate. If I think it might have been Tatum. He got an inadvertent elbow to the face. Um, not sure if he'll miss time, if he'll wear a mask, or if he'll be out. One story I said he could miss six weeks. Another one said he might not miss any time, if, but depending upon the severity. So we shall see. We are here for the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. by the way. You know, some people like the area, some don't. Some prominent members of the media apparently don't love Scottsdale or getting here. Like Chris Russo on First Take, who was very excited to tell you that's what he was going to come back with after the break yesterday. It's a Wednesday! What am I mad about? Of course in Scottsdale! Drink up! <laughs> what is he doing? What, what was that? <laughs> that was, was that Chris saloon Russo? music in the <laughs> background, too? I think it was. I didn't see the video. I only heard the audio. But Russo telling you to drink up? <laughs> I don't know. It has to be because you hear like the piano in the background. Then he's saying drink up. So they had to be doing like some fake saloon scene or something. And it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> so why does Dog always have to tell you the stuff we already know about the day and the time? <laughs> like, listen, it's 2023. We all know. Like, I just click my phone like this. I know what day it is. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> It's stupid, I swear. Um, Here's one from DeMar Hamlin. So he's accepting the Alan Page Community Service Award. We haven't heard from him since the incident on the field, his recovery. He's doing much better, as we know. Here was Hamlin last night. Giving back to my community has always been a a big part of who I am. Um, Thankful to my father, who's right here behind me. Um, Growing up, just watching him do community days in our community. And uh, I just always was waiting on my time when it came. Well, it is here, and he has done a great job, and glad to see that he is doing well. Looked good, too, in the video. Yeah. Looked very healthy, and so that's good news. Here was Roger Goodell. Um, whether you like him or not, this is him giving props to what the league has done, what the teams have done in terms of being ready for horrible situations on the field. I told the owners um, later that week that the work that they have invested in by bringing in these great professionals, um, by bringing in the best of the best, did contribute to saving a young man's life. And I, I'm incredibly proud of that. So now that's the good. You can't, you can't pick that apart, everything he says there. But fans can have fun with this next one from Roger Goodell as he is defending the uh, officiating in the league to the nth degree. When you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. I know I'm in the minority. I actually agree with them. And I kill officiating. 
But I do agree with that. it's never them. been better. I think it's pretty damn good. I, I think we don't realize how hard it is to do. No, I know I know it's hard. I just think that in these big moments, there's these issues every single time. I'm with time. you. Like, obviously, the Saints won and the Rams. Yeah. That was horrible. It even changed the rules for a year. This AFC Championship game felt weird to me. It's just like, uh, let's get through a clean Super Bowl, and then he could talk about it. I do it. think the problem is the game is too fast, too athletic, too violent. To where he said, I agree, and you, we have always said this. You could call a penalty on every single play. I don't know what you do or how you fix it, if you even can. Yeah, I mean, that's what even Steve Largen said yesterday. He was talking about, you know, on one play it's this, on the other play it's that. Right. There's no consistency. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just a, it's such a bad taste in my mouth for that AFC Championship game that it's just I don't want to hear that today. I mean, if he came through a clean Super Bowl and said that, maybe, but nobody wants to hear that today. Hey, Zoo, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to skip the last few clips. I just want to get to the last college basketball one that I put in there so if you can line that up. The Rangers did beat the Canucks 4-3. Next hour, we'll hear from uh, Sam Rosen. Mika Zibinijad's third-period goal turned out to be the difference. Game a 4-2 lead. They win 4-3. Tonight, you've got the uh, Devils and the Kraken and the Islanders home for Vancouver. College basketball, Seton Hall did lose to number 23, Creighton, 75-62. Speedy Claxton and Hofstra beat Northeastern, 72-53. Right. So your team, a good victory last night when they should have gotten, they got it. The Islanders and Hofstra basketball have not lost since I attended each one of those games. How about that? How about that? How about that? Fordham beat UMass. Maybe we'll get some Andrew Bogish at some point this morning. Uh, they beat UMass 77-67. And I know this, this is my alma mater. This is New Jersey City University. So they're down four with five seconds left. And now the music, this was taken. ESPN put this on SportsCenter so that you hear a little music on, on the bottom. But here is how this game finishes. NJCU upsets Rowan. Get down. Swung around. Jump shot. It's going! Was that Kevin Wolf, the old intern? No, I don't think it was. I don't know. No, that was Tim Moore. Tim Moore, who had the call. They so they hit it. They make a shot, steal the inbounds. I guess it was a bad pass. Yeah, and then. The desperation shot at the buzzer to win. Yeah. Now that Tim Moore's voice has been heard by people, he's probably not going to be asked back next year. No, come on now. They're be probably, nice to yeah, him. Nobody heard him, and then like the AD probably never heard him do a game, and he heard that's our play-by-play He guy. was very excited. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, and so that's where Ira Thor, who is at New Jersey City University, that's where I got my start. Nice. That's where I did games. Very Back good. In, oh my God, 1990 something, 2000, whatever. Right. And here you are filling in for a sick boomer size. How about that? It's How just like that? Kevin Burkhart's story. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Boomer and Geo without Boomer, who is in Scottsdale in a hotel painting the bathroom with his. <laughs> <laughs> Road to Arizona presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. Uh, speaking of Boomer Jerry, you know how he does that thing where, remember when I told you this? Of course. Remember when I told you that? Absolutely. Remember I said that the sun was going to come up this morning. <laughs> it did. Yes. So uh, I'm going to do one of those right now. All right. I'm going to go all the way back. So for those that said to me, 
You know you wanted Kevin Durant. You know that it bothered you that he went to the Nets. When he got hurt, I said it was over at that point. I do remember that. The Knicks plan is not going to happen. Yeah. So uh, all those Nets fans that say, oh, yeah, you would have done the same I'm not thing. one of those. I actually remember you saying that that was not what you wanted. Yeah. So uh, so Fliegelman went and got it. This was uh, June 11th. 2019 after the Kevin Durant Achilles injury Fleegs hit it. The one thing I know is that this this July 1st this offseason the Knicks and all that it's all it's over. It's yeah. over. And now your entire plan that you had is gone. It is blown up. It is over. You got to start all over again. So I don't know if you want to go with some sort of combination of Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, trade for Anthony Davis, or you want to just forget about free agency and build it up through the... Your, your plan now has changed. So Steve Mills, Scott Perry, everything Steve that you were waiting for... Kevin Durant to make the decision, and then you're feeling really good about him coming to the Knicks, and everybody had been talking about that marriage potentially happening. It's over. All right, it is enough. absolutely over. That's, That's enough. That's only four years ago. Yeah. And the, the names are like, what? Right. I was Kemba Walker. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, think about oh, him and his oh. knees and being just Steve Mills. I have a serious question for you. So that was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant and the Kyrie Irving thing, they go to Brooklyn, it blows up, it worked for like a nanosecond, and that was pretty much it. There were glimpses, there was never any sustained excellence like we expected, and there sure as hell was no championship attached to it. Are the Knicks in a better place today than they were four years ago? No. They are and they're not. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. They're, like, they're a better team. Sure. But they're no closer to winning a championship, are they? Probably not. As presently constituted, probably not, because they're still one player away. Now, you could say that they were several players away back then. All right, so then, yes, then they're closer. And and Jalen Brunson now being here changes a lot. But, no, they're not closer, that much closer to winning a championship because they're still not going to even get close to that. I I will tell you this, too, and this pains me as a non-Nick fan. I love that kid. Jalen Brunson? I could watch Jalen Brunson. As much as I don't like the NBA regular season product, I really don't. There are certain players that you want to see play. Luka Doncic, anytime he's on the floor, I want to watch him. I like watching LeBron. I still feel like he gives a max effort most of, not all the time, but most of the time. This Jalen Brunson, though, it don't matter to him if it's November, December, January, February. He goes all out, and he is a fun watch. Yeah, and I'm curious to see if the Knicks do something today that we are not expecting. I know they've been linked to OGN and Obi from the Toronto Raptors, who I think is a very, very well, the interesting... the Raptors really going to trade with the Knicks, though? I, I mean, because Masai Jury hates them. Right. So probably not. But if the Knicks end up going... So the Knicks are in that spot that we were talking about where the Jets were with its desperation, and they might go crazy. And the Knicks right now might feel like, hey, you know, I don't know where the next superstar is going to come from. It certainly wasn't Donovan Mitchell. We know that that is over. We don't know who the next disgruntled guy is. You're getting a 25-year-old budding great player if you can get OG Ananobi on this team and then maybe that puts you in a conversation to be able to win a playoff round or two and maybe they do it and maybe Masai Ujiri goes hey this this package that we're getting from the Knicks because they're desperate they've been stockpiling picks like like a doomsday prepper yeah sure so I, I guess if you're going to tell me that they're going to so severely overpay for him, I guess I could see that being the case. I just always go back to that clip that you play <laughs> of of Jerry basically just mocking the Knicks and how yeah. much he hates them. Yeah, that's right. Do you have that back there, Eddie? Masai Ujiri going, I, I hate the Knicks. Uh, and please, <laughs> please clap after this. <laughs> I hate the Knicks. <laughs> it's the greatest. That's the best part is the awkward laugh at the end. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, yeah, I just find it hard to believe that they'll do a deal with New York. But I guess Stranger Things at three o'clock Eastern tonight. Uh, today, 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 Julia. I just said, oh my god. <laughs> Like, they traded Kevin Durant. Yep. I don't know why I'm... I shouldn't be... I really shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't. But all I kept reading was, they're not going to trade him. They told him they're not going to trade him. If they have to reevaluate after the season, fine, but they're not going to trade him. I saw one of those guys in ESPN. If you're the Brooklyn Nets, you don't trade Kevin Durant. That was the last thing I saw before I laid down. You don't trade him. I woke up. I saw Nets Kingdom on Twitter with crying faces. I said, (laughs) they traded Durant. They traded Durant. There's two things that I've been thinking about this morning. Evan's up, by the way. And it's uh, both Evan Roberts related. And uh, one is him talking about, you know, when things aren't going well in my life, I think about that tall, slender man. (laughs) And I go, oh. I close my eyes and I think of this really, really, really tall, awesome basketball player. Who's coming? (laughs) I just close my eyes and I think of that. Gentlemen. Yeah. Well, that gentleman is gone. He's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I keep thinking about is how happy he was, like, legitimately fired up when the Knicks did not get the number one overall pick in the lottery. Oh, I remember that. Yes. 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 Yeah. And by the way, that might not have worked out so well either. Zion, yeah. He can't stay on the floor. And, and, and by the way, this morning in the shower with my wife and daughter still sleeping in the bedroom, you know what I was doing? Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! And your wife's in the I hate you. I hate you. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Will you shut up? Exactly. It's 225 in the morning. Oh. Uh, all right. Boomer and Geo without Boomer, who is sick this morning. We are hoping that it is food poisoning and a stomach virus is going to take us all out as we fly back home. I can't go home. I got to go to Champaign, Illinois. So no, uh, no virus. Come oh on now. Goodness, that would be totally brutal. Yes, it would be.